Las Vegas. Thanks for joining us again on Realty Check, your local Las Vegas real estate news show where we talk everything real estate, what's going on in the city, straight from the professionals. I'm your host, Trish Williams, and we have a very interesting show for you today, so stay tuned. Um, if you are following our show, please take a moment, like, comment, share with your friends, download us on iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, wherever you're listening. If you download our show, you'll get notified every week when we post a new show. So on that note, let's uh, welcome our guest today. We have Lindsay Wallace. He is the sales director at Drake's Title Agency. Yes. Lindsay, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I, I also am a, a realtor. I have... Um, yes. I'm uh, a licensed realtor with Keller Williams. That's how I met you, Trish. Absolutely. And, uh, but for the last two and a half years, I've been director of sales for Drake's Title. Drake's Title is a, a, a title company that operates currently in two states. That's Arizona and Nevada. And uh, we're very progressive. We have lots of neat things that we do for our clients. And so I keep my hand in both camps, if you like. And, you know, that is definitely a badge of experience. I know that you know your <laughs> stuff, and that's why I'm very excited to have you well, here on the you. show today. Thank you for saying that. Yes, thank you. So, Lindsay, we open up every show with inventory. So we talk about, you know, it's, uh, it's almost a bad word these days for buyers when we talk inventory because it is crazy. But um, right now in Las Vegas, single-family residences, Las Vegas only, 1994 is, is our number of single family homes on the market. That was a good year. That is not a good number for inventory. No, I, I hear that. I, in fact, I was looking at numbers prior to coming in here, said that we have less than, uh, less than a month's worth of inventory, but that kind of number would say that's two weeks. That is two weeks inventory. I agree with that. That's across all price points. So I've been out, you know, shopping with a couple buyers recently and it's, it's, it, it's hard. It is hard out there. It's like, you know, a house is listed right away. There's multiple offers and it's competitive. It is getting tough for buyers. I um, had a, I had a situation, a personal situation with that. My wife and I are looking to buy a home. I have found two homes that we liked. And in both instances, we went and looked at the house Said, what do you think? Should we buy this? Should we make an offer on this? Yeah, I'll do it in the morning. <laughs> and I called the next morning. Oh, we're really sorry. We took a we went under contact la contract last night. Yeah, it was just listed. It's like crazy. A saying I heard, I think last year was the first time I heard the saying, if you sleep on it, you might not be sleeping in it. That's correct. That's <laughs> so a, you have to that. make an instant decision these days, which is which is tough. And and that is really interesting to hear too, is that even us realtors struggle with it when we're purchasing homes. We Absolutely. have no magic way around this. This is no. the market we're in. We have to be just com as competitive as anybody else. So it is, um, it, it, it's a struggle for buyers, no matter who you are. That's absolutely true. Yes. Absolutely. Um, another thing that I think is a little bit interesting to me, um, because last week we were around 150, 160 in price reductions. This week we've had 203. Still, not tremendous amount of price reductions, but I am seeing that number creep up. Mm. So that's a little bit, given the low inventory that we have right now, it, it's interesting to me that we have even, in, even up to 200 in price reductions. But you know what? I think the reason for that is that, um, <laughs> I saw a movie, you know, 
greed is a wonderful thing. <laughs> yes. And I apologize for saying that, but it's true. I think a lot of people have, have unrealistic expectations of what their property is worth. Yes. And while it's a, a, an intense seller's market right now, there, leads, there reaches a point where it's just too expensive for what you're selling. Yes. And I think, um, so people are getting a dose of reality. Yeah. And that's why that's happening. That's what I think as well. And I think that even though buyers are willing to pay over, willing to pay above this price, they're mm -hmm. still not... There's a limit to it. There's, <laughs> there's a limit. Still, there's, there's still, still a limit some holdback. They're yeah. still saying like, okay, wait, but I'm stopping there. So mm -hmm. we are, there is a little bit of reality kick in there. So today's show, we're going to talk about something new and upcoming that <clears throat> people are going to start learning about here in Vegas. They're going to start hearing a lot about, and it's already in the works, um, Assembly Bill 363. So uh, what this assembly bill is, is it's about legalizing short-term rentals in Clark County. Airbnbs, BRBO, those types of vacation rentals, daily rentals. So right now, are they legal in Clark County? No, not at the moment, yes. but they will be. They will be. So July 1st is the date that this is yes. supposed to be going in effect. And um, my understanding on reading the, the information that was out there on this assembly bill is that basically what brought this to Clark County's attention is that we need to revise this regulation is because people are doing it whether it's legal or not. Is that correct? Absolutely. I, I have friends <clears throat> that who have owned homes and have, you know, short-term rented them and uh, doing it on the down low, if you like. Yeah. Um, the problem is that uh, whenever you try and regulate people, they're <laughs> going to find creative ways to get around it. And that's what's been happening. People are doing it. And I guess this, uh, the state probably just finally decided, hey, we're not going to be able to stop this. It's, in fact, if I can give an example, it's kind of like uh, we all use Uber today. Right. Remember when Uber came out and all the taxi drivers in uh, uh, Las Vegas had a fit yeah. about no, you can't, that can't be legal. You can't do this. Well, Uber is everywhere. Does yeah. it affect their business? Perhaps a little, yeah. but they still get their own, they get their share of the business. And my feeling on that is that uh, we live in a country where whoever builds the better mousetrap should win. Yeah. Why are we regulating and protecting, having a protected class of operator versus, uh, and, and in the case of, uh, this kind of stuff. It's like, why are we protecting giant conglomerate hotels yeah. from uh, the consumer? Yeah, absolutely. And some people, you know, if you have a, <clears throat> say a party of five or a big family, like I, I have a big family, we're yep. taking a family vacation next weekend. There's seven of us. Do you know what it would cost for a hotel room for that? It's a fortune. But, uh, of course, or you're all in separate rooms and Sometimes you would rather, I mean, and that's our, our preference when we go on vacation, we'd rather be in a house. Well, we'd the, rather the, have a, a and, home and, to and stay in. And you want to be able to eat the food you want to eat. <clears throat> yeah. And you know, and you want to have the, the ability to make that choice. Right. So when I, we've done it, we've gone and rented a home. And what I like about it, I did it in London two years ago. And my wife and I went there. It had a, a kitchen and that. 
I don't mind eating out. I enjoy it very much. Absolutely. But not every meal on a one week vacation. Absolutely. You know, I want to have, I want to be able to sit in the house, have breakfast or maybe make a sandwich in the evening. I don't know. Yeah. It's just, it yeah. just feels like when you go take a trip like that, it's more comfortable. It is. You know, you're it, to in, be a in a hotel home room. Setting. You got to go downstairs to get something to eat or order room service. And while it's good to be pampered, sometimes it's good to feel uh, more relaxed. Yeah, and and there is there's there's a situation where hotels are pref are, are preferred. Uh, absolutely. You know, and, and especially if you're going to be doing a lot of stuff around that casino. Yeah. Yeah. In that case, why would you stay off the strip? You want to be right there. So there's definitely there's a little bit of it for everybody. I feel like yeah. it's a um, it's something that is a case by case basis and your preference and your whoever's on the trip at the time, what's going to work for you. So right now, Clark County has, um, on average, been uh, responding to roughly 800 short-term rental cases per year because it's not legal. And these are the ones that actually got turned in. So that's quite a bit. I'm mm -hmm. sure that their enforcement agencies have been pretty busy just, you know, just working on all of this stuff as it is and trying to enforce something that people are doing regardless of whether it's legal or not. So yeah. that's why they came to the point where they, they decided they needed to revise this. A number of years ago, Paris decided that they were going to uh, have uh, uh, meters. In Paris, there's no uh, parking meters. Mm. So they decided they were introducing parking meters because it was going to provide this revenue for the city. And the Parisians went out in force and parked their cars all over the city and didn't get <laughs> any money in the, the meters. And the whole system got overrun by people getting tickets that they scrapped the idea and took them out. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, uh, people are going to get what they're going to get. People are speaking out right yes. now. This freedom, is, power freedom. to the people. Power to the people. They're saying, <laughs> we're not taking this, we're doing it anyways. <laughs> and, and, and yeah, at, at some point in time, the city's like, okay, we got to do something about this. Exactly. So, um, Right now, they're they're currently illegal. That's what this bill is going to be addressing, and July 1st is the date that mm. they're going to be working on this. So under the bill, now, of course, this, the, the city, Clark County, they've, they've got to get paid, right? Absolutely. They're, <laughs> they're looking at this. They're like, we're, we're issuing these tickets. We're going after these people, but it's just not, you know, where the work that's being put into trying to regulate something that they've made illegal is um, probably more of a cost to them than anything. Mm -hmm. So right now they're saying if we legalize it, we're going to impose some regulations. Absolutely. That's what they're doing. And they, and they uh, it just, I mean, it's, it's understandable. There's a revenue stream there. Mm -hmm. um, they're going to have. They're going to charge for a license. They'll have a an annual you have license. Have a you have license. to have a business license, and there'll be an annual fee to be a provider of that service. Correct. Um, you have to have insurance. Mm -hmm. um, you also have to have a local rep in the uh, in the area seven by twenty four to help. So if I rent your Airbnb. Uh, I'll call it that. Okay. Um, you need to be able to provide me the ability. I need a phone number that I can call anytime. If there's an emergency. If there's an emergency, any problem, I've got someone I can call. Okay. So what that does, that starts bringing in this idea of what they call a facilitator. Okay. And um, 
So there's a, the, I think there'll be a whole new industry spring up. It'll create around, jobs? It will create jobs here in Las Vegas. Yes. The other thing is they've got maximum occupancy. Okay. You, uh, you <clears throat> cannot have more than 16 people living in, in, the, in the rental during the stay. And you think, well, 16, that's a lot of people. 16 people in one house is a lot. That's a lot. But uh, some of these uh, Airbnbs, four or five bedrooms, it's, it's a family reunion yeah. kind of a situation. Yeah. And so they've got that. Uh, oh, the other thing uh, I was reading was that um, you can only own under your license if you have a, you know, up to five properties. So you know what that's going to do. It just I'll, I'm the Lindsay Wallace Corporation, and I own five. Yeah. I'm the uh, the Wallace Corporation, and I own five. Yeah. He I'm can the ALW Corporation, and I own five. Yeah. Uh, for people who have the where the wherewithal and means to do it. Yeah, yeah, you can create corporations that are individual entities and in all yeah. kinds of names. So that, that's definitely, um, I, I also seen that they're going to be pro prohibiting party homes. Yes. So I, I mean, I do feel like there's going to be a lot of neighborhood concern that's, when, I think so. when this is, when this issue is, it has come about and it is legalized. I mean, do you want to live across the street from an Airbnb? Probably not. <laughs> that's just me. Yeah. Um, and I'm an old fogey. So, uh, so <laughs> well, anyway, but no, I agree. Yeah. I th and I think what will happen, I'm j I'll, I'll make a prediction that HOAs will get more stringent about what they will allow in the way of short-term rentals. Though, even though the state can mandate that it's legal, HOAs within their own rights can also Say no, not in our community. You're not absolutely, doing it. and I and I feel like that's exactly what's going to happen. Is this is going to be something that's spread around the non HOA communities because yes. the HOAs once they see that it's legal and it becomes an issue with their homeowners, homeowners get to vote on what happens absolutely. within their community, and I feel like it will be voted out of every association. So people that are looking to purchase a home to use as a vacation rental should probably stay away from associations. Yes. The other, or there's another possibility of something could happen. Uh, I have a son-in-law who just purchased or built uh, a beautiful home in St. George, Utah. Okay. Three bedrooms. I mean, excuse me, three stories <laughs> on a, on a, a, a community built lagoon. Nice. And, um, but that whole community is targeted around Airbnbs. Hmm. So in other words, the developer actually uh, provides the services for, you know, for the maintenance, for the cleanup. You know, after people are finished, you send in your cleaning teams to clean the property and make it ready for the next. Yeah. And they take a piece of the rental as a result of that. Absolutely. And, I they, I think that will happen. Yeah, they do that in Brian Head as well. There's some condo communities yes. there that are in an association, and they have a service. You can um, you know, opt into the service that will market it, manage it, clean it up afterwards. There's a couple places here that do that. I, I believe Jewel does it downtown. Okay. Um, so there's a couple of the like condo tells that do mm -hmm. that here in Vegas. So most definitely there will be some communities that, that do that. And as homeowners, traditional 
um, regular homeowners that are buying a home to live in and occupy, that might be something they want to review in that HOA package and CCNR to know if that's the type of community they're moving into yeah, and if it concerns them. That's correct because there are, what I was reading in the bill, it said if you're an owner occupier, you can rent as, uh, for as short as one night. But if you're a non-owner, so in other words, excuse me, a non-resident owner, uh, it has to be two nights minimum. Okay. So in other words, I, I own a home personally in St. George. Okay. Uh, and it's a, it's a second home for my wife and I. I don't rent it out. Yeah. But under the, the rules here in Nevada, uh, I would have to rent it out for more then to one, it would have to be more than one night. It would have to be two nights. Okay. And, um, but I thought it was an interesting set of circumstances was the fact that I never really thought about people like, I own a home here in Las Vegas, in Henderson, actually. And I haven't considered renting a room in my house <laughs> for people coming in <clears throat> to town. Yeah. We have people coming in all the time and staying with us because we live in Vegas. Yeah. And you know what? I'm very popular with my friends in Scotland <laughs> and who want to come over. Oh, can we come and stay with you in Scotland? You know, from Scotland, the weather's terrible. We'd like to come over and stay in Las Vegas. And they come and stay with me for free. Right. I, I can now start charging them. <laughs> I'm sure they're and not going to be happy about and that. Being Scottish, they won't come anymore. Yeah. But... <laughs> Wow. <laughs> that, but, uh, I, I'm sure your friends are going to be very disappointed about that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, yeah, most definitely. And then that another thing that um, that is interesting, and, and this has always been when people talked about short-term rent. I, I mean, this became popular a few years ago. You know, this VRBO mm -hmm. Airbnb thing, and people were like, "Hey, um, why isn't Vegas?" allowing it exactly and the thing was always my answer was always because the casinos because vegas gets so much money from casino re revenue the casinos are paying so much to the county the city of course there there's there's it's going to stop there so that was always a concern and now you know obviously that's going to be revised but they are doing a limitation of proximity to the resort hotels yeah, well, what they're saying is that um, they have two limitations I read. Uh, one said um, you couldn't be within 2,500 feet of, a, of a, a major hotel, you know, like a, which is half a mile. Yeah, right? that's just off the strip. It's just, yeah, it's just. There's no houses on the there's strip. There's no houses on the strip, right? <laughs> and then, but in a community where there's already, an, we'll call it an Airbnb again, you can't be, you cannot have another Airbnb within 200, uh, 200 yards. So, because it said five. Approximately how big is 200 yards? 200 yards is like two football fields. Okay. So start thinking about your own community. Let's say you live in a, a gated community like I do. Yeah. I that do. means my community has about three areas. We've got three poles in the community. Uh, that means that that would have the state would be limiting it mm -hmm. to probably you couldn't have any more than three or four airbnbs in our community yeah and that is i feel like that's another protection for the homeowners that live in the yeah. community because would you like to be the only the only owner occupant 
on a street filled of Airbnbs. Yeah, and everyone's having a, every night's a party. Yeah. Well, they're supposed to have limitations on party that houses. That is true. That's we'll true. see how that works out yeah. because people come to Vegas to party, and I, I don't know. I feel like that's not going to work out too well. Well, they say it too that when <clears throat> I, I looked up the definition of a party house, and that, and it was actually more. It's like you can't have a wedding at the place, which is a party. Mm-hmm. So there's you you cannot rent a house and then conduct a wedding there and have a party there. That's what it says in the, in the law. So it was pretty, I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to say, fine, you want to rent this property in Vegas and it's going to save you money. That's great. But you're not going to be able to do the raucous, crazy things you do on the strip because Las Vegas and Henderson and the likes are communities. Mm-hmm. where people live there. And I don't know about you. I don't go down to the Strip very much. I go down to see a show occasionally or to have dinner in a nice name brand restaurant. Yeah. But I'm not down there partying. Oh, no. I try I to stay go, away from I it. I stay away from yeah. it completely. Yeah. And um, so they're, I think they're just trying to protect the community. That's all. Yeah. Which I think is a good thing. Yeah. You know, when I grew up in Vegas, um, well, I, I grew up in Vegas, but... Before social media and all of that stuff and just, you know, everything, people from other states used to ask me what casino I lived in in Vegas because nobody, there, it, it was not common knowledge amongst a lot of people that Vegas actually had homes. It's a, it's a real place. <laughs> it's a, in, in fact, yeah, you know, it's kind of funny. Uh, my wife and I lived, uh, moved here eight years ago mm-hmm. and... Uh, I wasn't sure when I was moving. I moved here f- for a job or opportunity. I wanted to come and and get into real estate. Oh, wow. And that's why I came here. Wow. And um, I had retired from another business and thought, well, I had family here. If I go down to Vegas, what will I do? Because I don't want to sit at home and do nothing. Yeah. And so I thought, well, I'll do real estate because I knew real estate. Mm-hmm. And came down here and... Uh, uh, I wasn't sure what I was getting into, but then I realized that people, once you live here, people who live in Las Vegas, uh, they see the strip and it's beautiful, the, the lights are beautiful, mm-hmm. but they don't really go down there much. No. It's only on very special occasions. Absolutely. So I went down, uh, my, my husband and I, about a year ago, we went down and just like toured the strip as if we were tourists. Yes. It really felt like we were on vacation. Yes. It really did because we don't ever go down there. So Did you go down there during the COVID when everything was shut down? No, I did, I did not. My, I, my wife and I drove down did the strip. You? It was empty. It was the strangest feeling yeah. uh, to drive around and see nothing. Yeah. Nothing on the strip. Yeah. I was seeing videos of people riding their bicycles down there with yes. no cars. It was like, it, yeah, it was a little eerie. It's back. Weird. Vegas is back. Yeah, for sure. It's back and it's back strong. Oh my gosh. Um, so for people that are out there that are concerned about this and how it's going to affect their neighborhood, their community, everything, there is a survey. Clark County does have a survey that anybody that lives in the area that is a resident of Clark County can fill it out. I did my survey. I gave my little input on my opinion there. And that is www.clarkcountynv.gov slash survey. We'll have it posted on the link if you guys want to check that out and, and get some more information on that. 
So um, that's just uh, so everybody has the chance to put their input. And I do think that it's great that they're allowing I, that. I think so. Yeah, because there, it asks a lot of concerns about would you would you want to have one, um, a short-term rental in your community? Um, would you, you know, how many people do you think it should be limited to? It just lets you put in your opinion. I agree. Um, so we, we definitely, we talked about... Um, having it close to the strip and what the city is likely doing for that. Do you think this is going to actually impact revenue on the strip? I don't think so. <clears throat> Let me tell you why I don't think so. Um, I don't believe that the hotel revenue from renting rooms is the biggest part of the revenue that these gigantic hotels produce. They still uh, comp many rooms. They, and so, yeah, yeah, you know, and it's like, and how often do you see people coming at time? Well, I'm staying in the XYZ and my room rate was only $50. It's like, they're not, that is just the convenience to get you in there. They're making their money on the gaming and all the entertaining things they provide. That's where the money is. Yeah. So I don't think, I, I mean, I seriously doubt if it will have a huge impact. Yeah. Uh, and, to cover itself, the state is making sure that it will not have an impact on the monies the state gathers because they're requiring if you own one of these properties, you report quarterly mm. the amount of nights that you rented it and you pay your taxes, the room rental taxes, quarterly. Oh, wow. So I don't, I don't think it'll affect the strip. Uh, I think people will still go down to the strip and be having their uh, time there and enjoying it. But it will perhaps be a little bit more, it's more of a convenience thing. And, and it may actually bring more families yeah. to Las Vegas. Absolutely. You know, where the family can all be there, the kids and maybe a babysitter can look after the little ones mm -hmm. when the family go down on the strip. And you don't, and let's be honest, when you go to the casino, if you got little kids, you're not walking through the casino. You're following the trail that they've marked that you can walk through because children are not allowed on the casino floor. Absolutely. So I, I don't think, I personally don't think it'll impact much. And one thing, <clears throat> excuse me, one thing that vacation rentals will never be able to do um, uh, on your traditional rental is if you have a great night at the blackjack table, you're not getting room comped in your uh, <laughs> in, in, in your Airbnb. It's not happening. No, yeah, I the still casinos want you will to do pay that. me my fee. Yeah, you're yeah, still absolutely. paying that fee, but you're staying in one of the casinos. You 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 kill it downstairs. You're gonna have uh, you're gonna have a few nights comped yeah, and maybe course. a free dinner or something yeah. like that. So. There's definitely going to be some pros and cons there, yeah. and it's up to the individual on what their preference is when they're taking that vacation. And another thing you said, there are very minimal, but there are some things that children can do in Vegas, very minimal, but there are yeah. some attractions, oh, some yeah. things, and a lot of them are not on the strip. Yeah. So yeah, if you're staying off the strip, you might have a, a nanny or somebody take the kids out for the day while the parents go play in the casinos and... Yeah, the, you know, the big water parks. Water parks, yeah. Um, things like that. So going they're... to uh, take all the damn pictures you want at the... Um, Boulder Dam, yeah. all the kind of stuff that we have. Yeah, uh, there's a. I, I'm actually, when I first moved to Vegas, I wasn't sure there was much to do here except gambling. <laughs> but that's not true. There's yeah. so many things yeah. that we have to offer. 
Absolutely. And, um, so I, th I think it's positive. I, I read some of the, uh, the notes that people had uh, posted, uh, and some of them were not very kind to uh, the, the person who uh, introduced the bill. Oh, yeah. Saying stuff like, well, they're obviously in the pocket of, of the big hotels, the lobbies for the big hotels, you know, and uh, trying to do that and to prevent the little guy from getting his piece of the pie. And, and to, to be honest, I, I'm not sure that's the case. But yeah. uh, I think I, I'm open to allowing people, I, I like to be an entrepreneur. Free enterprise. Free yeah. enterprise is good for me. Absolutely. I agree with that too. And I do think as, you know, you pay for a home, you're a homeowner um, on some level, you know, if there's no HOA or restrictions involved, you know, as long as you're abiding by the rules and regulations to make things right, if, um, mm -hmm. if you're, if you're the owner of any property, you should be able to use it to your, your preference. Yeah. You pay for it and houses are not cheap. So, <laughs> and it's getting, it's, and it's getting higher and higher yeah. in Vegas as people move into the state. Absolutely. So, yeah, absolutely. So from a real estate perspective, is the, is, is there going to be a high demand for vacation rentals? Do you think this is going to, I mean, gosh, I can't even imagine real estate being any more of a frenzy than it is right now in Vegas, but I feel like this is going to. I Bring in the yeah. flood of even more buyers, right? Yeah, more investors. I, yeah, and I here's here's the other thing. Like I I mentioned earlier, my uh, my son-in-law bought that mansion in St. George, right? Mm -hmm. uh, he bought it as a second home, but with the idea he would Airbnb it, mm -hmm. and it basically pays for itself. I know. So there's going to be a lot of people that have the wherewithal to afford to buy properties. Who are going to come and say, you know what? I I can't. I go to Vegas uh, five or six times a year. When I do, I want to have a good time. I want to enjoy myself. The rest of the time, why not rent that property out? Right. And have it. It, it becomes a revenue source for them. And a lot of people. I, I know with my son-in-law, it's all about the dollar. So it's all about. I'll buy this because it will pay for itself. I will have the benefits of it while other people will pay to have it. And I think there'll be a lot of investment uh, opportunities coming that way. And I think some people who live in Las Vegas will then have uh, other ideas about the po possibilities of saying, you know what, uh, maybe I'll buy a second home here in Las Vegas and Airbnb it. Mm -hmm. Because for just a few nights a month, I can make the same as I make on a rental uh, on a full-time rental with a someone that's living in the house for, you know, paying $2,000 a month to live in that house. If I can Airbnb it for $300 a night, $400 a night, I only have to have it uh, occupied five nights to pay the rent. Absolutely. So I think there'll, there'll be people looking at the, uh, the, the financial aspect and say, hey, this is a good uh, potential opportunity for me. Plus, so I'll get revenue from it. Plus, I'll get the appreciation, which we are seeing here in Las Vegas right now, which is 
Tremendous. Uh, tremendous. Tremendous. Yeah. yeah. You know, 25% in different neighborhoods over the last year and stuff. It's like crazy. Absolutely. You know, I read an article and I know this is off topic a bit, but um, I read an article just yesterday posted in, um, on Inman News and it's so contradicting of everything that we think that we know right now is, you know, you hear everybody talking about rent prices, for instance, that are um, rising so fast and rapidly and they're outpacing wage increases. However, the data is showing opposite. Wage increases are actually outpacing rental really? increases. Yeah. Really? So they had data and statistics nationwide that showed that that is the opposite of what it's perceived to us at the moment. So wow. that was interesting. I had to reread it a couple of times to make that's, sure I wasn't reading it wrong. Yeah. yeah so, that's surprising. Yeah, that is surprising. And I, I believe the wage increases are, um, are a result of not being able to get people to go to work right now. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, then, so yeah. they're having to pay more to incentivize yeah. them to to show up, and and there's uh, so there is there's a lot of things going on right now. But um, overall, um, there is last year in vacation rentals, the median price for um, vacation rental homes or properties from what they analyzed was about 33%, where median price of single family homes rose about 23%. So there is more demand and people are paying more for homes that can be vacation rentals. Yes. So there is a, there is definitely um, some uh, high demand for that. And I think with Vegas being Vegas, we're going to see a huge increase of people wanting to purchase those homes. I think so. I mean, I, I mentioned I own a second home in, uh, in St. George. Mm -hmm. And... But I own that house free and clear, right? And uh, however, someone who's looking to do something like have a second home, uh, not everyone is in a position where they can afford that second home and the mortgage associated with it, etc. But this gives them the opportunity to have someone else pay for it and yeah. still be able to take advantage of it themselves. If I rent you my house, yeah, I own the house, but I can't use the facilities. Yeah. If I Airbnb you the house, I can use it on the times when they're, it's not rented out, and I can specify when it will be rented out and when I will be using it. Yeah, you can so block your times. Yeah, so it's the best of both worlds. You get the appreciation, you get the income to cover it, and you get the benefits of using the facilities. Absolutely. <clears throat> I think it's going to be a great thing. Um, I think that uh, there's going to be a lot of demand for it. So, so. good job, Clark County. <laughs> we, we rarely say that. So good job. <laughs> good job for now. We'll see how this all works out. Lindsay, how do people reach out to you if they have questions? And most definitely, if they're looking for even escrow and title services, how do people reach you for anything? Okay, the best way to reach me um, is I'm... Is my uh, my office number is 702-852-1540. However, if it's after hours, uh, I don't normally do this, but here's my cell phone. It's 801-362-2904. Just feel free to call me anytime. I'll be happy to help. 
Well, that's wonderful. And even agents out there that are looking for somebody that knows their stuff to do their, their escrow work and, and go on that with. Lindsay's a great contact for that. Thank and you. obviously knows uh, knows what he's talking about in real estate. So he'd be a great resource there as well. Um, you guys know how to reach me, 702-308-2878. Trish Williams, you can message me on wherever you're watching or listening. And uh, we will... Look forward to seeing you guys again next week on the show. Thank you for tuning in. Again, please like, comment, share with your friends, and we will be seeing you again next week. Have a wonderful day.